1: Hey guys, this episode of Life is Dope is brought to you by Megafauna. Uh, Megafauna is a creative supply located at 31st and Blake in the Rhino Art District in Denver, Colorado. For a full list of design, print, and creative services, they're available at artperil.com. That is artperil.com. The set curator for Life is Dope is Duncan Dash Designs. For all of your interior design and art curator needs, visit duncandash.com. Catering and beverage is sponsored by Barrels Beer Company, located in the Rhino Art District, Barrels is a true small batch brewer located at 3120 Blake Street. Check him out at BarrelsBeerCo.com. Drink up. Also, shout out to The Sessions. They're an affiliate media partner that produces a live music event bi-monthly as a platform for independent musicians and artists. Check them out at The Sessions Uncut on Facebook. Hell
2: yeah. Nigga! Nigga, that was official. So Hold on, clap it up for that. <laughs> Give him
0: a clap of your hands.
2: Dope podcast. I'm your man, Graffiti. What's good, everybody? I'm Davy. <laughs> How you doing, brother? You know, I'm doing alright. All right, We're not at war yet. The inflection in your voice was was different, so I yeah. <laughs> had to Don't check worry. on you. We're not
1: at war yet, so you know, uh or maybe we will be by the time this airs. Yeah, Jax. you know, if, if this airs after that
2: bomb drops, and you know, hopefully everything is good. I'm looking outside. There's no uh, mushroom clouds. <laughs> but, uh, all buildings and structures are still standing. Yeah, we're straight. Life is still dope. Hey, man, we got a special guest in the building today. Ooh, yeah. This interview has been a long time mm. in the works. Um, we got your girl, Sadie. Let's make some noise for Sadies. Hey! Hi, Hi guys. Well, how you doing, Sadies?
3: I'm doing good, guys. How are you guys? Pretty
2: good, pretty good, pretty good. So for the people that don't know, who are you? What do you do?
3: I'm Sadie's. I'm a radio personality uh, youth activist. I used to be here in Denver, but I am now in California. Mm. Did one of the number one night shows in Denver for commercial radio. Talk to oh, one, talk. Just to saying, them. for five and a half years, we had number one ratings. Just saying, I don't know what's Ooh, going on now. Dude, like <laughs> five, and, five and a half? Five and a half years, That's number one church. ratings. So mm. that is I. <laughs>
2: word so you're out back in Kelly now that's
3: where you're from I am I'm at San in San Diego in my hometown now at a new hip hop station that iHeartMedia has opened up it's called Jammin957 I now do midday show from 10am to 3 talk to a lot of soccer moms um, mm-hmm. it's living the dream. Well, <laughs> shout
2: out to the soccer moms of Light like, Hip Hop.
1: Mm-hmm. right, with me.
2: You got that nice, like, radio voice.
3: It's Thank nice. you. It's like, it's like, trying.
1: it's like urban, but it's also, like, safe for families. Right, too. you gotta,
3: you gotta balance <laughs> the urban, that urban voice, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you gotta yeah. be nice
2: with it. Yeah, you sound like you've been doing this for a while. I try. How long have you been in radio?
3: Oh, God. I got into radio when I was 18. I'm 29 now, so... Mm-hmm. It's been some years. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's
1: been some years. Well, what's your secret? Because you, you're not aging at all. Oh. Cocoa butter, huh? Literally. Yeah, you <laughs> Literally. Just hit the button on, like, 23 and was like, no, nah, I'm done aging. Right. right. <laughs> That's it.
3: It's a wrap.
2: <laughs> Word. So what got you into radio?
3: Um, My father was a radio personality. Uh, my grandparents were both radio personalities. My grandfather was the first black program director in Louisville, Kentucky. Grandmother was a drummer for Billie Holiday. Um. So my whole family, my sister did radio in L.A. Mm. All of my family has radio blood. Mm. For sure, all of them. Yeah, Um, My father did it for 40 years. He's still in San Diego. He only did one market, which is, you know, a big deal for African-Americans to hold a name for so long. 40 years is crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. So he did that for 40 years and really made a name for himself. So he kind of. He kind of babied me into it. He didn't really push me, but uh, he babied me into it for sure. But it's in your DNA. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs>
1: Unfortunately, I ain't got no
3: other options but uh, this. <laughs>
1: word, word, word. Was it something that you knew that you were good at, or did you have to work at it? or?
3: Um, you know, it wasn't something that I was good at when I first started. I actually had no intent to get into radio when I was 18. I was like, I know I graduated high school, um, I was a drunk all the time, obviously at <laughs> high school soon going into college. My best friend and I just signed up uh, we just signed up for college for financial aid checks, if we're being honest here. And um, oh. we would go and I remember walking into a to a hallway at the community college and they had a they had this whole radio like section. And on the board, there was like internships to be a traffic reporter. Mm. And I don't know, for some odd reason, I felt like I just knew the city so well, it would be easy for me to do traffic reporting, even though all I can do is point to you. You know, when you point to someone, hey, hey, hit that turn to the left, or hit the turn to the right. (laughs) I never knew a street, bruh, or never knew east, west. I'd just be like, oh, that freeway right there. Right. But that's exactly how it was for me. So I interned, and um, I ended up being a traffic reporter. And I remember the first time I got on air, and I opened a mic, and I did a traffic report, a guy who was super well-known in the business at the time. He still is for the company as well. He got off the air and turned our mics off, and he talked down the line to me. He's like, yo. He's like, I don't know why you out here traffic reporting. You need to be doing on-air work. Like, this ain't the the right situation for you. And I remember it stuck with me, and it was just so easy from there. My whole career kind of just took off, like, at 18. And it happened really, really quick for me. Yeah. Mm hmm Damn. Really fast.
1: (laughs) So at what point did you get your big break as far as being an on-air personality?
3: Um, Well, I started the traffic reporting, obviously. And then um, they wanted me to help co-host the night show for the pop station in San Diego. And that was kind of, um, it was a little hard for me because it wasn't like the music that I loved. You get what I'm saying? Or the format that I was really familiar with. But I remember sidekicking for a lot of years, and at some point, I was like, yo, I can't sidekick anymore. I want my own. You know what I'm saying? I want my own show. I want to be able to do what you're doing in your seat. That hunger, you know, led me to uh, put out a lot of tapes. And at the time, my mentor in the game, I had a female mentor, she was uh, doing mornings in San Diego. She hit me, and she was like, you know, she was like, "Uh, you really need to put more tapes out there. And so I sent a tape out to uh, Milwaukee, and Milwaukee hit me back. They flew me out to trial for like their night show. It was a pop station. And I was pretty much done. I was getting ready to sign the sign the deal at twenty two years old. It was gonna be my first job. And uh the guy's printer was broke.
0: Mm.
3: And so he's like, All right, well, you know, I can't have you sign here. I'm gonna have you I'm gonna have you go and um get back to us. So basically I'll send you that uh that contract when you get back in town or and then you can just email it back. So I uh I got back in town, and I got a phone call from my mentor, and she was like, um, did you sign that deal? I said, no, I didn't sign. The, the printer was broke. She was like, okay, cool. She was like, so you about to fly out to Denver. Mm-hmm. I, said, I said, nah, bro, I already told him I committed. I'm not taking this Denver job. And she was like, I don't care. That program director in Denver is going to call you, and whatever he says, you fly out to Denver. I listened to her, even though in my mind I was still like, I'm going to just you know, entertain situations. right. Mm-hmm. But I still flew out to Denver. And I remember when I flew out to Denver, um, I tried out. There was a snowstorm out here. Mind you, I'm from Cali. So I had never seen snow a day of. in my life. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm sitting here at 22. I'm this? like, what is that? What's happening in the city? So, I just
1: know Jeezy rapped about it a lot. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I is never
3: this cocaine falling from the sky? I don't spot? know what it was, but it was scary. So um, I flew out here. And uh, there was a snowstorm. So my flight was delayed by 10 hours. I didn't get in till, like 1 o'clock. And they put me on the air at 1 a.m. in the morning. Here, I turned the mic off, and my guy, uh, my program director at the time, offered me fifteen thousand more than what Milwaukee was going to offer. I was sold.
2: Nice. Mm.
3: I was sold. I was like, "Yo, this is 22 years old. You couldn't ask me. You couldn't tell me nothing at that point."
2: Right. It was on. Hell yeah! Get that bag. Right. So, question. Mm. Mainstream radio, FM radio.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so. Don't be shy. Right. So, 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 for one, nowadays, the way the industry is moving, I'm trying to find a way to ask you this without you, you know, playing yourself since you work right. on FM radio. Right. How necessary is it?
3: Um, that's a great question. It's necessary. It's necessary to the point that at the end of the day, yeah, there's podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's Apple iTunes. Yeah, there's Spotify. Yeah, there's Pandora. You're always going to be in a car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You might have to get on a bus. You might mess around and be on a trolley at some point. It's easy to hit a button. Right. It's easy to not have your aux cord or whatever connection at the time. It's mm-hmm. easy.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Artists and industry and labels, they depend still on radio. Very true. And my feelings is if the label, right, that all of your favorite celebrities are signed to depend on us, that speaks volumes in itself.
0: True. Mm-hmm.
3: Are they calling the podcast to make sure that Big Sean gets on their podcast first?
0: Not yet. <laughs> right. not yet. Not
3: yet. Just saying. Or are they calling that FM radio station and be like, yo, we need to go ahead and hit that single real quick. We're going to make sure we bring him into your station. Mm. Levels. Right. It's not there yet. It could get there. Mm-hmm. But right now, FM radio is still at the top of its game, in my opinion.
2: Definitely. Um, and do you see that more as a sponsorship ad type game? Because to me, and it may just because we're out here in Colorado, mm-hmm. the formats and the way radio is situated as far as what they play and the type of artist, it's not necessarily for the culture or for the music fan. It's more so for the business and who, you know, what sounds friendly in the car when your daughter's in the car or agree. what ads they can sell when this artist is playing. So it's more of a it's more about the business than the music. And that's why I asked is it still necessary from that aspect?
3: I think it's a mixture of all of it. Obviously, you know, business makes the world go round. You know what I'm saying? Everything's about dollars and cents. So, at the end of the day, yes, money talks. And money will always have a huge part in how business is run. What you hear on the radio, Obviously. And yeah, family-friendly. At the end of the day, if I could say, nigga, fuck you, bitch, at 8 o'clock in the morning or 8 o'clock at night, shit, it'd be a whole new world. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You
2: just said that all on here. Right?
1: right? (laughs)
3: That's why I love fucking podcasts. (laughs) Because you can be whoever you want to be. Definitely. It's a whole new world in commercial radio.
1: All right, so I'm MC, Rappity Rap, Mm -hmm. Don't Talk Back. (laughs) How How about that? (laughs) how, How do I get my song on the radio?
3: Program directors, can we be honest? That's all. Let's be honest. Why you here? No, let's lie. Okay, let's be honest. (laughs) Let's be honest. For real, your program director, your music director. It's funny how many people hit the DJs of a station. You hear about like millions of fucking mixers on a radio station. That's cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But are the mixers making that playlist? It's common sense. Yo, you want to go to that top? The mixer is isn't the top. Your program director and your music director. The ones cutting the checks, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And the ones who were making those critiquing of the of the songs. You know, even in Denver, it was dope to see Trev break. It was dope for me to be able to, like, stop my show yeah. and put on a Trev record straight from a computer. You know what hey. I'm saying? Like, oh, right, literally, right. like, yo, like, my boss calling, hey, you're going to drop this record into the system. I'm like, what? <laughs> a local? Shit. <laughs> no, <unheard laughs> you know what I'm saying? Of. That's breaking records right there. So it's, it's not... It's not like it doesn't happen anymore. Shout out to Rob Stone from San Diego. I I got a chance to break his record. You know what I'm saying? Now he's played everywhere. This dude's major right now. So those moments, you never fucking forget. So it's not like you don't have a chance to get into commercial radio. Yeah, It's far and in between. You know what I'm saying? But you see it happen. It happens. But you can't come with weak shit, and you got to follow protocol. You got to know who's at the top and who's at the bottom. Before you even... Reach out. Work,
2: work. Alright, man. Make sure your shit's hot. <laughs>
3: Please, because <laughs> we're tired of this shit.
2: Work. So since we've been honest, this is my personal beef with FM radio. Oh, so I ain't gonna say nothing to play myself, because you know I'm working on situations <laughs> and, or whatever. <laughs> so I ain't gonna play myself. I love y'all. But it ain't even a beef, it's a, a kind suggestion. Yeah, just something. you know what really grinds my gears. Right. Is uh,
3: right. <laughs> is
2: like you said, there's tears and there's levels and right. I feel like and not even just with radio, but in the music industry period. A lot of the people at the top of mm-hmm. these tiers have been around for so long and are so stuck in an old-school mind state that I don't think there's I – don't, I don't want to say they're not, but it's hard to progress with the times. Like, when you say the music director or the programmer at a FM station, mm-hmm. like, how hard it is, is it really for them to be like, all right, let's just switch the format a little bit. There's right. music out there that's really right. dope. Let's play this sometimes, just like how they how you were able to break Trev.
3: It happens, like right, just like I broke that Trev now. Like,
2: why was that so rare? Like, why can't they just do that all, all the, the time? time? You know what I mean?
3: Are you going to uh, let me ask you this? Are you going? Say you're the program director, right? Mm-hmm. Would you like to take a chance of fucking up fifty thousand fucking dollars in advertising money on one fucking chance?
2: Not at all. But or would
3: you like to put? Would you like to fuck it up or know that hey? for a song I know could be a fucking hit. I know for a fucking fact. There's millions of fucking songs. These Mm -hmm. program directors and music directors are getting swarmed on. You think they got fucking time to go through millions of fucking records? No. You as your own fucking camp, you got to be fucking hot. You got to have a look at Trev's camp. Work. Look at all the work this motherfucker put in to even finally get that one record four years ago that I played for him yeah. on. Yeah. That work. motherfucker was already booming way before the record got on. Facts. Way before. So,
0: aside
2: from, like, independents and locals, mm-hmm. I mean, take a, like a, right now, who's like little Uzi Vert. Okay. Uzi got, like, hits everywhere as far as, you, you'll hear him on all the Pandora's in the club, you'll mm-hmm. hear him everywhere, but you will not hear him on FM radio. Correct. But- you'll hear Drake about 12 times damn near in a row. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, y'all can slide it up uh, <laughs> real quick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and it's not like, all right, we're taking a chance by playing this guy like, because you know that guy's already hot. Listen Very to true. the kids, bro. Listen Very to the true. kids, bro. Like, even Kanye don't even get no play. You right. know what I mean? They'll play, they'll play uh, stronger a million times a day when Kanye got how many albums after how that? How
3: many different songs?
2: So it's like, who's there to tell these guys what to do? <laughs> you right. know what I mean? You can't tell Let the me. Programmer. Ask you guys
3: something. Mm-hmm. Do you know who radio is catering to? Your yes. KS 1075 and the stations that you listen to nowadays. R- I, who is radio catering? Nowadays, to? I, I can't white answer People
1: down. in Hispanics.
3: All right, all right. It doesn't have to be white people. <laughs> <laughs> right. Jesus. I thought that was the answer too. Right. I didn't to say. <laughs> Eighteen to thirty-four women, female, mm. Hispanic, in hip hop most of the time, in the West Coast side. East Coast and South, totally different ballgame. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, you guys you are not on the East, and you're not fucking in the South. You can hear Trap Life all day. You go to Atlanta, you'll hear Uzi Vert, yeah. Yachty, yeah, yeah. everything the fuck you want to hear overplayed like a motherfucker. It's so funny because if you live there for a minute, you'd be like, fuck, I'm goddamn tired yeah. A motherfucking little yachty. You I talk to all my Atlanta friends. They're like, bro, I'm so fucking tired of playing the same fucking trap records. Yeah. They get in their car <laughs> and they playing smooth jazz, nigga. They're like, damn, the can, fuck? can we play Baby Bash? <laughs> right. <laughs> so
1: basically, dead so if dead on. So you want to get on the radio out here, sample some Selena. Right. Make sure sample, that
3: shit, Sample some Baby Bash. Get them on your pop hook. pop
2: energy. Right. Uh. But see, that's that's my problem. Is because that same crowd Mm -hmm. is the crowd that would be deep in a Young Jeezy concert.
3: Correct. Because when I go to these
2: concerts and I'm looking at these crowds, I'm like, damn, everybody's here to see Young Shooter nigga. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And this is the market Mm -hmm. that y'all are catering to right here. Like, they don't want to hear this bullshit pop, you know what I mean? But the radio programs you to think that that's a hit. right.
3: And from from my background, from what I've seen over my, like, 10 years deep in the fucking game with doing it, program directors, yeah, they're probably not in your club. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? They're not in your clubs. They depend a lot on your music director to help you, to help them, you know what I'm saying, kind of figure out what's hot and what's moving. They also do a lot of music research, a lot of testing. Basically sending out like, hey, fill in the blanks and stuff like that of what's your favorite new song to that eighteen year old female who just got out of high school. Yeah, you get yeah. what I'm saying? To the one who's kinda of just still trying to find her fucking self. Right, right. We're trying to we're trying to grasp their mind, if that makes any sense. And unfortunately, your high school students, your 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 fresh ones, yeah, they love little yachty, but their favorite is fucking Drake. Yeah, yeah. They fucking love controller. They're fucking all about his fucking shit all day long. So, as much as we're like, oh, we can sit here all day and be like, oh, we need to switch this shit up. But we go to the person who has the meter and has a chance to basically risk us that $50,000 mm-hmm. for an advertising spot. And if they want to fucking hear Controller, yeah. fuck y'all. We're playing goddamn Controller till Word. the wheels fall off in this bitch. It's
1: about that money. bag. It's about that money. Bag. It's about when money. you That's... put it that way. That makes sense. You yeah. know what it I'm saying? It definitely makes I'm sense. Gonna...
3: I wouldn't. You yeah. can put me in there in the program director's job right now. You're not gonna have me risk my check. You mm. get what I'm saying? Just for a new it's a job. Just for just for an extra record. Give yeah. fifty Drake records. You're yeah. gonna get it back it. to back. Ladies Drake records. Back to back. back and to yes, back. and yes, when I get a chance to <laughs> Break a record like a and a Rob Stone, and maybe a designer record. I'm going to fucking wheel that shit in. And you're going to be hyped. The city will get hyped over it because that's your fucking town. That's your fucking town that just got on that now is getting played in all these fucking markets. So as much hate as you get, Mm. you're going to get some fucking love too. Because Mm. at the same time, your station, your home just broke a record that put that nigga on in all these different states. Crazy. Crazy. Crazy.
1: I'll admit, there are some times where I'm in the club and if they play something that I'm not familiar with or an artist I've never heard of, kind of you yeah. know, I might just stand around and be like, well, I can't really sing along to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what are this, you going to do? I don't know who this person is.
3: Right. 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 So I, I can un- I, I can it. understand
1: yeah. that aspect of it, too.
3: I
2: get it. I get it. I just feel like from a media, and not even just, I'm not just talking about FM, yeah. just in general, people in media, we have the power to tell people what's hot high- Like, as fucked up as that sounds, you can turn on the radio and hear the worst song over and over to the point where you're like, damn, I know every word of this terrible song. (laughs) And so it's like, how do we get into the position where it's like, we flip it a little bit. Mm. And especially out here, it's like, okay, you know people even the market that you're gearing to are getting right. tired of certain shit very true let's revamp it a little bit and i feel like that goes up to that top tier where it's just like nah they're comfortable getting that bag and you know, not and really in the culture like that
3: i agree program directors music directors are in their own fucking way i can't speak for them because that's not my job that's right. not what i do what i can speak for is myself mm-hmm. as a you know I'll always what my father taught me in getting into radio is like listen you make radio radio doesn't make you Facts. you get what I'm saying you make the public figure you're going to be if you're community oriented be fucking community oriented you don't like the fucking music you're playing motherfucker you go out there and you make your own fucking music event summits every fucking month you drop a new heat they be like god damn every fucking weekend Mm -hmm. she's giving us new fucking heat you build that brand because that's what radio does for the on-air personality. Right, builds your fucking brand. If it wasn't for Denver, if it wasn't for Denver, my brand and to iHeart Media wouldn't be a fucking factor. Mm. iHeart Media hired me in San Diego because of what I built in Denver. Facts, solid facts. If it wasn't for Denver, I wouldn't have got hired in San Diego, my home fucking town.
0: It's Word. a it's
3: a base. You get what I'm saying, and that. I'm not going to say I was sitting here like, you know, doing all the music summits. That wasn't me. I was more of a youth activist. I was more for the kids. You know, you saw me at high school events constantly, monthly. That right. was my thing. You know what I'm saying? Music wasn't, the, the affecting of the music, it didn't affect me. The DJs wise, that's what Chones does. You know what I'm saying? And that's right. my brother and I fuck with him heavy and that's his Shout out thing. Jones. That's yeah. his thing and that's what he does. But I've seen multiple DJs and people in our positions do that. If we can't affect what the higher-ups are doing, we do other things, you know? Facts. And that's all you can do. But I'm going to still collect that check, though. Get that back. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm going to still collect my check.
1: What? Yeah. So it's pretty yeah. much then the numbers that decides everything. Then.
3: Exactly. Exactly. And I still believe to this day you're nothing without your community. Agreed. You'll, you'll never be anything. You can sit in a, a radio station. You can sit in there all day and feel that you're something. But if you ain't having your community have your back, you're nothing. You know what I'm saying? If Denver didn't back me, yeah. I wouldn't be here. I had to make that happen, though. I had to get out in the streets and right. do it. So I, that's how I feel, how it works.
2: That's what I will say about you, too, is you definitely stand out. And shout out to everybody over yeah. at uh, 107.5. You definitely stand out as one as one of the personalities that was on the scene. You right. know what I mean? Like, you actually... Hosted events and was really kicking it. Not yeah. so like, all right, we just gonna give Sadie's a check just to be there. Like you was really come for
3: a check or not. People I mean, really
2: felt like they knew Sadie exactly, and that's what made people. Well, that's what made me want to listen. Like you know, right. she, she's one of us. And exactly. It kind of felt like,
3: and that's how I feel. But and I feel like that's. That's more of an upbringing. Yeah. Not everybody comes from that same background of radio where, yo, you get in the streets and you fucking hustle to build your name. A lot of people in the new age you know, side of radio is getting out there and getting that position and they're sitting in it and thinking that it's going to come to them. Unfortunately, radio don't work like that no more mm. because our generation has changed. We're now podcasting. We're now you know, on playlists on Spotify you have to make a, a different kind of presence yeah. if you're really going to change something or even get that kind of fan base to get ratings to be a number one show in this market. It's fucking gutter out here.
1: <laughs> mm, so that's a good point that you bring up. So what is the responsibility of radio in 2017?
3: <sighs> I think the responsibility of radio is to, to still break records. 100%. It's 100% to still break records. I think that radio is to Im- keep you informed. Mm. Um, with things in your actual market. Let's be real. There's radio stations in every single city for a reason. We're here to give you breaking news of what's happening in your city. Hip-hop, pop, whatever's happening, you should be at the top of the know. Your your on-air personality should be letting you know those things. If they're not local, they ain't for you. Mm. They're not They're not on your team. What? So that's how I feel.
2: And that's Radio 101. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers. Simple <laughs>
3: simple facts
2: let's talk a little bit more about sadie's Mm. so what you listening to right now outside of radio what's in your playlist in your car
3: i fucking love gold link right now
2: Ooh,
1: i
3: fucking love gold it's like this trap mixed with soul and it's fucking just working for me
1: and he's like british right
3: i don't know what the fuck he is it's weird (laughs) it's weird though like i
1: like him how you feel about london rappers
3: who was the guy who was the guy that got featured on uh, More Life? Skepta? Yeah. The Drake. You guys know that that
1: was. Was it
2: Gigs or
3: Skepta? Was it Gigs?
2: I thought it was both of them. Yeah. Well, it was
3: Gigs and Skip. They're skeptic. both Skept-
2: Skeptic Gigs. Yeah. That one.
3: You know, it was <laughs> 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 Nah, it's two different people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hit and miss, you know?
1: Because it's like, I want to take them seriously, but it's like, you know, when you're rocking like this, I don't know if I should take you seriously right. or if I should be... You did that very me, like, well. You should make a record can, like it that. It can be very <laughs> awkward, you know? It's like, I'm not really good. scared of you.
3: Very blah, blah, blah. It's real different. It
2: reminds you know? me of Linux Lewis. Like, hey, what's yeah. up, bloke? I, I know love you, you with my, my ass, ass,
1: ass, but... It's,
3: it's different. It's different. I don't know if I'm a huge fan for it. I see the appreciation for it. But uh, I'm definitely rocking with Gold Link right now, for sure. Like, that, that album is crazy, and I think it's getting slept on, to be mm. honest with you.
1: I can kind of vibe with that. You uh, heard Kendrick yet?
3: Yeah? Of course. Damn! I'm on the plane. <laughs> I was on the plane here, literally, like, oh, my God, this is fucking amazing. Going ham on the plane. I'm so excited for it.
2: What's the scene I'm, like? I'm
3: mad that I missed Coachella. I should have been at Coachella, but ah. I have prior engagements here, but... I'm very upset about that. Well, thank that.
2: you. For, you could be anywhere in the
1: world right now. I thank you. for you. with us on the Life is Dope podcast. You
3: too, you guys. You guys got me, man. Yeah, thanks
1: for skipping uh, Coachella for us. I really oh. appreciate that.
2: Sadie skipped Coachella to be on Life is Dope, y'all. All right, That's guys. right. Talk to him. All right, guys. All right. <laughs> she could be at Coachella, guys. All right, guys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's dope? This is weird. It's dope to hear you cuss on the microphone.
3: <laughs> cool is it, man? Like, I'm so fucking lit for this. I'm shit. Like, oh shit, is am like, like, I sound like a whole different person. Like, I wish I could do radio just like this every day. Like, nigga, we out here. What the fuck is up? Like, it's so nigga, fun we yeah, it yeah,
1: Definitely sound. I'm like,
3: like, like damn, this is so <laughs> cool.
1: <laughs> I was like, this is the most I heard Sadie's cousin like. You never. Ever. <laughs> anybody who
3: knows me personally knows I have like the biggest sailor I'm like, fuck oh, yeah. these bitches. Blah, 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 blah. I'm always. That's why me. it was always
2: weird to me. Like, damn, she had to like stop all of that.
3: I on know on FM, it, but it, it's just you're like great at censoring
1: yourself. Yeah, like no. You definitely talk like you already got the
2: job. Like, nigga, I got the job. <laughs> <laughs> we
3: out here, to <laughs> fucking fuck. nigga. nigga. <laughs> we own it.
2: Let's talk, hold on. Let's talk about that cuz that's important. Yeah. Being able to censor yourself and tone it down for the sake of radio. How hard is that? Because you know, radio's my passion, mm. but it's going to be really hard for me to not say nigga. I say I, mean, nigga being, a is, <laughs> like,
3: I don't even know how, if people really know how serious you are about this. Too, you really want to do commercial radio? I mean, just everybody, let me know. You yeah. want to get into that commercial radio? We well, we've gotta we've just put it in the
1: years. universe. Mm-hmm. Yes,
3: we're putting it in the universe. Commercial radio is where he wants to go. But it should
1: switch it out for brother, man,
2: brother. I don't know, <laughs> man. John,
1: it's hard.
3: It's <laughs> very hard. <laughs> it's hard.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. not that I can't, but it's just like, <clears throat> do I want to?
3: Yeah. Those are the things you have to think about when you sign up for commercial radio. You'
2: yeah. funkin' with the wrong brother, right?
3: I, I'm sure <laughs> you love this shit. Funking. I'm I sure do. you love like the vibe that you have, and it's a whole different world. You, you guys are talking for like 10, 15 minutes, just fucking talking. Mm-hmm. That's so fucking cool. We sitting here in this in the studio, out of my job, looking at clocks. Nigga, you got seven seconds to make that shit happen. Right. Seven seconds out of fifteen minutes worth of what you just talked about. Right. Right. Talent. Levels, you know what I'm saying? That's that's when you know you you have made it and your talent is there. Mm. It's not the same ball game. I wish I and at, at some point in my career, I can't wait to have a podcast and do what you guys do and be able to get my girlfriends together. And but
1: you two popping right now?
3: No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> You're <supposed to> be <laughs> I'm not Taylor saying right? that. Just, like,
1: I'm not at the end of my career. <laughs> no, yet. right? No, I'm not washed enough that. for this shit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's not about... I want to do it now. I want to get a bunch of girls in a room and talk about vaginas and all that shit. You invite me there. Yeah. All right. Well, no. Um, so. Curve. <laughs> so I just want to be able to do what you guys do with it. It's just totally different.
1: You know, Graffiti, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. All right. Okay? That's, I all can't right.
2: take any shots. Shout out to Marriage and everybody.
1: are like
3: kids. Shout out yeah. to the
2: Kid gang and all that, man. But Davey, shoot your shots, brother.
3: Nah. What? Stop. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. Alright, that was life is dope, everybody. No, I'm <laughs> <right>. <laughs> you
3: know, terrible.
2: Talk about vaginas and that's it. No, no, where's that? Well, if you we... need an expert. Oh.
3: Expert so... for vaginas.
2: That would be your dream show, like just the girls talking about vaginas.
3: My dream job is to be able, honestly, because this is where it gets good, right? Mm-hmm. Where you can do commercial radio and have exactly what you want. But I want it just like this mm. as a morning show, but all women. And all women of different races, an Asian, a black girl. Hispanic girl, where you, literally your morning show is talking about different, you know, because every race goes through different shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And radio caters to women at the end of the day, so hmm. you put a female morning show together in your L.A. in your New York, it's fucking nuts.
2: And you're giving away the game right now.
1: Though. I know, but I mean, hey, it's a it, dream. It, you put it in. New and cars. it would be
2: uncensored. No, so definitely it would be okay. censored. But
3: we all making money though, okay. and we all get to express our lives. Get that bag.
2: Get that bag. Get that <laughs> bag. Express
3: our lives in a censorship yeah, way. way. Okay,
2: because yeah. you know, if you wanted to do it uncensored in the morning oh, and, and let yeah. it be heard worldwide, you can do it on the Plug Radio. Download the Plug Radio oh, app geez. right now. <laughs> 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 oh, talk to Let's Plugs. get you on there. Let's get you on it. <laughs> 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 but uh, word man, we definitely appreciate you missing Coachella to fly out here just for oh, us.
3: I did have. Well, I love Denver. I'm not gonna talk about the real reasons why I'm here. But,
2: uh, <laughs> no, that's but. what we gonna say. The reason
3: we gonna rock with that for now.
1: Yes, yeah,
2: court. Right,
3: right. <laughs> Had to collect that bag, and then I'm back. Word, word. But thank you guys so much. I appreciate you guys. I still have so much love. Good luck. Oh, Commercial radio. Oh man, we're going to make hey.
2: it. But check this out, though. What? Before you leave. Yeah. Any knowledge you want to leave the world with? Yes. Something quotable?
3: Um, I don't know if it's quotable, but I will say, if you are an artist, mm. choose wisely. Choose how you approach. Mm. Choose your music wisely. Mm. Choose your team wisely. Those are solid facts that you don't think about. You know, you're so hungry to get put on that you can get lost in the sauce. Mm. (laughs) Don't get excited. Don't overthink it. But choose wisely. Think about what, if this is really what you want and you believe in yourself to that level, choose your team wisely and choose your approach wisely. Because at this point in age where everything is at in the entertainment world, everything has to be about your approach. So think first before you actually do.
2: Think first before you actually do it. So that's real quick,
1: how can everyone find you on social media? How can we get in contact with you?
3: Twitter at your girl Sadies, Instagram at your girl Sadies. And uh make sure you download the iHeartRadio app too. I know you hate me for this, but no, no, plug, no, I God good. plug shout my out. station. I too. use it every day. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta plug my work too, man. Hey, shout
1: out yeah. to iHeart. Yeah, yep. iHeartRadio so
3: jamming ninety-five seven, man. Check me out ten a.m. to three p.m. Monday through Friday.
2: Word. One more time for your girl Sadies, everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank Appreciate it. Life is dope podcast. I'm Graffiti and I'm Davey Audi.